0: whatever who cares he has a name probably who knows KG over here has his crossbow which oh what was its name when he went to get it from Predator Dude he was like it came for something Uh, I don't know who cares Uh, he's got it pointed at something I don't remember what go back and listen to no don't listen to the previous episode oh my god Stop it. Don't even consider going backward and listening to the episodes again. One time, then you tell your friend about the show, they listen to it. I don't need you to listen twice. I don't need you to get this information in your head more than once. Just like you shouldn't get the actual movie in your head even once. If you just found this show on iTunes, go back to my episode one and, you know, listen through. That's great. Good. Enjoy. Have a good time. Don't watch the movie! Ever. It's 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 not good for you. It's a bad, bad thing. I'm about to press play. I'm minute eighty eight. I'm not looking forward to it, but I do this for you. Holy shit in hell. This is what's wrong with this movie. I forgot what he was pointing at. I don't remember if we saw what he was pointing at last time. I I don't know. I would have remembered this. It's been, a, it's been a few, it, it's been several days, maybe a week, two weeks. I don't even remember when I last recorded I minute mean, 87. It was a little while ago. Uh, so I'm like, I press play thinking, okay, we're going to see what he's shooting at. It immediately cuts to maybe it's a reverse shot. Who knows? A car on fire. You can't, it's wonderful podcasting. As I said, a car on fire, I threw my arms up in a, Fit of what the fuck. And someone is standing in front of, or next to, but between us and the car on fire. They're standing at the side of the car, but between us and the car. Someone's standing there, silhouette. Uh, judging by what looks like it might be a zipper. Catching some light down the front of them. Maybe it's the last Cinebaby? I don't even remember. Let's see, he killed other face. I think. No wait. He threw Other Face down in the pit, then Otherface came back. Killed Other Face with something. Stabbed her. Hit it. Her? Him? Whatever Otherface was. He killed it. He killed forearm nails out on the road, right? He hit him with his car. Well we don't know he's dead. But I don't know. Who remembers? But then it turned out shoulder was it shoulder nails? Got a new name because uh penis blade. He had a, 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 blade on his penis for some reason. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Okay. Camera's on steady. Oh, cut back to Nikki. Looking through his thing. Oh, he's gonna, oh, close on the arrow. That was actually, that was actually a nice edit. I, I paused again, but um, that was a nice little, uh, not an edit, but like a camera, a focus ball. Uh, cause we we're looking at his eye through the scope then cut to a slightly different angle, the arrow, which is, or the bolt, which is, eh, silly. But then it went from, like, focus on that to slightly, like, it focused in, it zoomed in, it. because, oh, no, never mind, I can't, I can't call it a good shot, never mind. It's actually just, weirdly enough, this is where Panos' normal um shot setup works, is on something small like that, where you want us to be like, oh, oh, it's the bolt, you know? But he does that all the time, the cut to blurry, and then slowly let whatever it is come into focus, like the three women walking down the hallway, or who knows what else. There's been so many things that cut to blurry, like, so many things you can't tell what it is. Like, this shot, I paused it again after the, he he shot the bolt, the bolt apparently hasn't gotten anywhere yet, so I guess he's supposed to be really far away, but will we know that? No, we haven't gotten an establishing shot of where I, where is this car on fire? Where is fucking Andy right now? He he seems to be near a tree. I think I saw a tree. But this car, because it's on fire, we can't see what's beyond it. We can't see what's next to it. We just see this guy standing by it. So what we have is a car on fire, no idea where it is at all, and a guy standing in front of it, who's a silhouette, which means we can't be 100% sure who it is, standing in front of a car that's on fire for some reason, and is sitting some place. I mean, as far as I know, these shots are completely unrelated. And Andy just fired his bolt at someone else. And this is, they cut to this, because why not? It's on fire. And Panos likes fire. He did this stupid cut to fire thing, what, 40, 50 minutes ago? Whatever the fuck that was. But fire's cool, I guess. Who knows? It's, it's such a bullshit editing crap, fest movie thing with all of these stupid cuts to stupid shots. With no reason. Why is there a car on fire in this shot? Who is this guy that he's just shot at? Why hasn't the bolt got there yet? I know bolts take a little while to fly somewhere, but did you establish that he was far from the target? No. In fact, I would assume he's near the target in order to see the target at fucking night. No matter that we saw his eye looking through the fucking telescope, which was an okay shot. The point is... You don't just show us he has a scope and have him use it and let us, you guess, I don't know, what is he, two miles, three miles away? No, because crossbows don't work like that. They have a very limited range. They have more power than a lot of regular bows, but they don't have, like, some huge super range because of it. They aren't... It's frustrating. Because... I was gonna say because I want the movie to be better, but I don't want the movie to be better. I want the movie to have been better because I wasted time watching it and wasting time watching it again, one minute at a time, to do this. I wish there was more worth talking about. But, but that being said, this is worth talking about—not that—not the movie itself, but shit like this, stuff that people do wrong. An edit is not supposed to make it harder to understand what's going on in the film. Unless there is a specific reason to make it harder for us to understand what is going on in a film. For example, when Mandy was first put on drugs, making things blurry for the moment was okay. Making that linger for too fucking long was stupid. Having shots all over the fucking movie that are out of focus is fucking stupid. Cutting to them on the boat on the water and nothing happens and then you cut away to fire is fucking stupid. you want a good movie, using just this script and a few playful, careful edits. You go back to the thing I've said a couple times before. You have, hey, he comes home from work. No. Fuck that. We don't need him at work. We don't need to know he's a lumberjack. It's irrelevant. We don't need the fucking King Crimson song at the beginning of the film. It's boring. We don't need the overview of the trees. It's a stupid reference to a better film and a better film director. We start with Mandy and Andy on their little boat thing, okay? She's reading this stupid fantasy novel that fucking sucks. But because we want to know that she and fucking Andy get along, he's like, oh, this book is so cool. She's like, right? And they're really into it. And we get that they have a relationship. We get that these people love each other. That these people have shared interests. And they go home. And we don't need her to be an artist. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to the fucking film. It's stupid extra backstory because someone wanted to show off his fucking art because Panos is this freaking arrogant little bastard who needs to throw in his stupid page or two of his novel he never even wrote to put in the thing and pretend is good by having, (sighs) having her read it for some reason even though it has nothing to do with anything that's going on. Then he has to put his little artwork in there. I guess it's his artwork. I assume it's his artwork. I'm not going to check the fucking credits to see because I don't want to do any fucking work for this thing. You know the work I did for this show? Seeing somewhere in the neighborhood of five to 6,000 films in my lifetime. Watching many of those films many times. Doing multiple other podcasts about films. Michael Myers Minute, Dave Madeleine Minute, Annihilation Minute, and The Room Minute currently with more to come. Writing 1,365 blog entries in the Groundhog Day project about films, watching films, all of those 1,365 days, and writing about them, writing about film theory, writing about story structure, writing about character creation and elaboration, characterization in depth and not, and the use of narration, the use of cameras, the use of color, the use of music, the use of... Love stories, tragedy, comedy, horror. I've made up this stupid fake biography for Panos, you know, that I've referenced many times that at ten years old he's sitting in the jungle while his father is filming Rambo and some random DP shows him a copy of 2001 he's got on real to real, and they're watching some tent out in the jungle and he falls in love and then he sees The Shining and he falls in love with Shelley Duvall's long fucking face and he he writes this stupid screenplay for these stupid people and he's a little 10 year old so what the fuck does he know about relationships or anything else of course they're going to talk about how she just wrote a read a book about planets because he's fucking 10 years old but he probably just realized that that red spot on all these pictures of Jupiter is a fucking storm like that's something new that anyone is going to learn from this fucking film, that anyone should believe at all that someone the age of Nicolas Cage or Andrea Riseborough didn't already know that, is so fucking stupid and basic that if it is at all true, if you learned that piece of information from this movie, I am sad for you. He writes this stupid screenplay with stupid adolescent, pre-adolescent ideas about violence and cool imagery of leather and blades and fire and death and stupid cult bullshit that doesn't make any fucking sense. And then he gets obsessed with the bad characters in the film and tries to give them depth, but their depth just makes them stupider. And I wish every character were as shallow as Mandy and Andy now, because at least then the movie would have gone faster. You cut from them on the boat to them having their stupid talk about the planets, their stupid talk about Galactus and all that bullshit. You might even let her tell her stupid starling story, but she does it in bed and then randomly leather people show up and kidnap them out of their bed and their and Mandy dies, and Andy makes Fuck the axe. The axe is stupid. Andy just fuck going to visit the fucking guy from Predator to pick up his freaking crossbow too it's dumb he has a crossbow it's in the storage locker behind their house he goes and gets it out and he goes after these people and he kills them one by one he kills them systematically methodically and it's like an 80s revenge movie like death wish writ onto a new screen and maybe it's interesting because nicholas cage is at least trying to do things most of the times he's on the screen that we can see him at least we can't see him most of the time And let your fucking actors! Don't have random scenes of people finding dead deers in the woods that we can't even tell if it's happening or if it's a dream or if it matters. It's stupid. This isn't poetry. It's film. Film can be poetic. But that doesn't mean it gets to be full of non-sequiturs. I'm going to press play now. I'm 11 seconds in. He... Back... Did he hit him? Is there a bolt somewhere? What is this shot? We shoot the... Fucking... We cut back to fucking KG's face, right? He puts the crossbow down. I didn't see a bolt hit anything. Maybe it's cause my copy's blurry. <laughs> Maybe it's cause the whole fucking movie is blurry. And then we cut to, I guess this is, uh, the son of, son of baby leader. Uh, he's got the sharp fingers, so I guess it's him. And we get a shot from the side, except he was standing between us and the burning car a moment ago. Right? Wait, right? Was he? I don't even fucking know. Yes. Maybe he's supposed to be facing away from us. But can we tell? No. Because he's fucking lit poorly. Because he's fucking wearing a mask. So when we cut back to him, we're looking at him from the side. We can barely tell it's him from the side because he's got a fucking costume on that we've never seen well lit because nothing's well lit in this fucking film except for the fucking scene in the fucking bathroom in that stupid Cheddar Goblin commercial. He's facing the car that's burning. So apparently he was not looking toward us a second ago. But who could tell? We've never gotten a good look at him. We saw him in the dark when he got his fucking jar of cum and he drank it. Even though he didn't seem to have a mouth hole in his fucking mask. And now his mask looks like it's a giant mouth or some bullshit. Who knows? it has got some stupid leathery layers to it like he's a lizard. And I don't care because i he may have just got hit by a bolt from a crossbow. But I can't tell because everything's poorly lit. And now we're looking at him from the side for some reason. And he grabs something. I guess the bolt hit him in the neck. We cut back to K.G.'s face, cause why the fuck not? And uh, so fucking stupid. So the bolt that we didn't see hit him. Apparently, hit him in the back of the neck. And. Because uh, he's either some supernatural demon entity, or possibly just some random biker who took some laced LS- experimental LSD. If the predator dude is right, or both, or neither, or he's some fucking who cares? Pulls the arrow out, and you get blood that's way too thick and oddly not streaming. It's kind of globs coming. I don't know what they what they went for with this blood effect here. Starts coming out as he just pulls the he just. You get a bolt through your neck. You don't just pull it out and go on with your day. Even if you're on fucking drug. If you're on drugs, you know what you do. You leave it there because you don't care. <sighs> We're thirty seconds in. We're halfway there. Fucking. I'm back to Cagey's face, and he's going somewhere. I think he's wa- He's walking toward the fiery car, apparently, from the lighting. But who knows? Because everything's dark, he's moving, he's going, on, ducking under a fucking branch. Walking someplace, why is there a fire at a car? And cut to concrete, and... Uh, I'm so tired of... Th- some sort of... Oh, okay, what are we looking at? We pan down into some sort of rock quarry but really it looks like some sort of concrete thing collapsed because the blocks are all a little too smooth. It may just be the type of rock. I don't know rocks. I'm not a fucking geologist or whatever. And fucking leather shit man here is still standing in the exact same fucking place in front of the burning car that doesn't have any tires for some reason and is sitting in a rock quarry for some reason and was able to be found by fucking KG for some reason. Even though... We haven't established that he lives near a rock quarry. Ever! In a film, you need a sense of location. You need a sense of character. You need a sense of relationships. You need a sense of relationships between characters, relationships between locations. We need to know, before we see them on a boat on our lake, that the lake is near the cabin. We need to see... You know, shoot from on the lake, shoot them in their boat from the side where we can see that there's two people in the fucking boat at a glance and we don't have to work at it to even figure out that she's sitting there at the other side of the boat as he conducts the fucking water. You shoot it so that the cabin's in the background we know, oh, that's nice, they live right next to a lake. And then when he's stoking the fucking fire, don't have it be pitch black around it, have it be sunset and they're gonna, he's get- stoking a fire outside so they can have a nice barbecue for dinner and it's nice and romantic and she walks up out of the water where she's been skinny dipping they make love next to the fire then they eat some nice steaks and then they go inside and talk about planets and galactus and all this stupid bullshit because they like each other and maybe we'll like them because they're more fucking palatable You'd show us there's a rock quarry nearby. Maybe this is where he works fucking KG works instead of working at a as a fucking lumberjack someplace somewhere nearby, maybe. Forty six seconds in. Let's press play. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> This, this is, this, this is, this is... I had to backtrack a few seconds to double check because this movie's fucking sucking my everything out of me. So Jackass, that's his new name, it's Jackass, apparently was carrying the the axe down the hill. Didn't even notice. I thought he was holding a crossbow. And I don't care, because now we cut to a fucking close-up of the axe as he's holding it in front of him with its stupid handles and stupid blades. And I don't fucking care, because you know what would have worked just as well? A regular axe. You know what he might own as, you know, A, a lumberjack, B, a guy who lives in a cabin in the fucking woods? A fucking axe! How do you think he made this stupid fire he was stoking earlier for some reason that we had to see up close and mirrored down the center because you thought that was cooler than filming an actual fire, I guess? Guy owns an axe. He's a fucking lumberjack. He fucking lives in the woods. He doesn't need to go and take the time to smith this bullshit when he's grieving and he needs revenge. He needs to go grab a fucking thing out of his fucking shed and just go kill people. And you know what's even more brutal than going and making the stupid curved axe that everyone's going to go buy props of and try to make plastic replicas of for their fucking cosplay that I need to go freaking yell at all of them for having at any convention I go to? Is a guy... Who doesn't even change his clothes? And he better have some fucking pants on though when he goes to bed. I don't care if he's walking around in his pajamas. We don't need us. We don't need him walking around the fucking bathroom acting the crap out of it in his freaking tidy ways It's stupid. It makes it comical when it should be tragic. This is a guy having a fucking mental breakdown because his wife was just burned in front of him because he couldn't get out of the fucking barbed wire restraints fast enough. Never mind that he didn't even try to get out of them at the time because he'd just been stabbed in the side. And we needed this scene to take as long as it was gonna take. <sighs> and he grabs. He goes to the shed. And he gets an axe. Maybe he gets two axes, like a little hatchet and a big axe. When he uses it to chop wood for the fire. And he just takes that out there and takes out these people. And there struggles every time. Maybe you want one of them to be really cool, so that's the one where he throws the hatchet and it lands right in their head. And we're like, yeah! Kill those freaking people what they did. Because we care. Not this bullshit, Where why should we care? The only reason we have to think that his wife even has a name, never mind that it's it's his wife, is that Jeremiah called her Mandy. Fucking Fishmouth had no way of knowing her name. Fucking white-haired lady, Susan, had no way to know that these two were married. They didn't do any fucking research. Unless that's why you had that frickin' other day comment. When it was that fucking morning that they saw her and they go get her that night. But no, it's been days. They went and did research. They looked up and found these people are named Mandy and Andy. And they've been married for sixteen and a half months. Fuck you. Fuck Panos Cosmatos. Fuck anyone involved in producing this shit? Whoever edited this crap? Whoever did the lighting? Fuck your cinematographer? I assume those people, you know, have a choice. I'm not gonna say anything bad about, like, your, your grips. You know, the little, the little, the little, <laughs> the little man on the, on the film crew totem pole. Cause they need the work. I hope. Well. Actually, this DP sucks. They probably need to work, too. Because no one's going to hire them. No one should. I don't know what their name is, because I ain't going to look it up, because I don't fucking care. we still got 11 fucking seconds of this minute left. I'm going to press play. Ugh. It's such a fucking I mentioned my blog right Groundhog Day Project where I watch Groundhog Day every day for a year that was occasionally a slog you know but it got to be like this comfort this thing that I got to return to every day pressing play and immediately being disgusted is not I mean, there's expectation to it, and it fulfills that expectation, but it's not a good feeling. He brings the axe down into just his right hand, he's kind of swinging it casually, which I don't get why this is a thing. It's fucking blurry, it's fucking dark, the lighting off to the side is red, which isn't quite the color of the flames that are actually providing this lighting in the actual situation in this fucking scene, and behind him is some sort of equipment? A tractor? A, 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 a Some sort of mining thing? Who knows? He doesn't work in this fucking rock war. We didn't see it during the day. We didn't see where he worked during the daytime. We saw it in a fucking blue-tinted, bullshit sunset Dreariness. I'm going to press play. He's walking. He's limping. Hey, why is he limping? Did something happen to his leg? I don't remember. He got stabbed in the side. I don't know if he ever bandaged that, but that doesn't make you limp. See, there was a moment, I believe, when he was fighting penis blade. <laughs> where I thought the, the blade was supposed to have gone into him, like through his leg. But the movie didn't really show us that. It showed the blade going into the floor. There was no established, you know, camera actual far enough away from the action that we could tell what's going on kind of thing. Uh shot where we could see that it went through his leg. I think maybe that's possibly what was supposed to have happened and we just missed it. Now he's got a limp. You know, because a good hero in a revenge movie, has got a limp. He's got to get wounded. We got to think this is his last breaths and he's barely going to get this shit done because this shit needs to get done. Or we just not care. The minute ends, we cut back to the fucking leathery guy over by his fucking burning car, and so what? He hasn't moved. He's bleeding to death right now. You don't even need to go chop his fucking head off, which I'm pretty sure is what's about to happen. I think this is that guy. I don't remember. Is this that guy? What is going on? What is this movie about? Who are these people? Who are you why are you listening to this stop it no don't stop it keep listening it's fun it's entertaining i will try not to rant so much next time. i don't have time for this today let's not even my death